Welcome to Business Unveiled, the podcast designed to help you thrive in the creative community. Here's your host, events and productivity consultant, Angela Profit. Hi, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Business Unveiled, expert tips and secrets from top creative industry professionals, where we take you behind the scenes of our past experiences in the creative industry and share with you what we have learned from them and how they have made us stronger. This podcast will help you grow a productive and profitable business to launch you into success within the creative industry. Before we get started today, I want to ask you something. Are you looking for the missing piece of the puzzle to grow your business? Well, I want to invite you to watch my free online training on how I went from hobbyist to celebrity wedding planner and how you can do it too. You will discover the puzzle pieces that will absolutely transform your business from hobbyist to like, hell yeah, I can do this full time. On puzzle piece one, I'm going to go all into personality. Puzzle piece two, how to keep the high quality clients happy. Puzzle piece three, I'm going to talk about what separates the good from the great. On four best kept secrets to profitability and all about implementing the strategies. And five, If you're going to attract the best, come on, people, you got to be the best. And then I'm going to show you how to create the magic and put it all together for you and your clients. So don't wait another minute. Go on over to go.angelaprofit.com. That's go.angelaprofit, two F's and two T's, dot com. And watch my free videos and download my free workbooks that will take your business to the next level. Hi, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Business Unveiled. Today is going to be a little bit different because basically I'm doing a book review on a book called Empowering Yourself, the Organizational Game Revealed Second Edition. The author is Harvey Coleman, and this whole book thing came about when I did a podcast with a guy named Shane who owns The Wedding Report and we got a ton of messages and DMs and Facebook messages off of that podcast with people in the industry kind of just venting to Shane and I about how the older we get if we don't keep up like our business is really really at risk for going under And so Shane was telling me through Facebook Messenger that he's reading this book, Empowering Yourself. So, of course, knowing me, I immediately go to Audible and it doesn't come up. And I'm like, well, that's a problem because I I don't know how, how big the book is or how long the book is or how many pages or how big the font is. But like, I just don't read well. Um, and it, it doesn't have a lot of pictures, apparently. So when I found out it was not on Audible, my go-to is my sister-in-law, Marky Young, who is like a master at freaking reading and learning. And she is an amazing attorney in Nashville. We're not going to give legal advice today. Marky is here to give us the tips to like high points of this book, Empowering Yourself and Why It's So Important Today as a Business Owner, How to Play the Game, How to Stand Out, 
which some of the book when she gave me the high points first through Marco Polo because she knows my personality and she knows that's the best way to communicate with me. So she like reads her recap to me through Marco Polo, which was very helpful and very awesome because I was driving and I was able to be multitasking in a very safe way before we were preparing for this podcast. And she like very neatly like puts everything in a very nicely laid out detailed email as a good attorney would. So I want to bring Marquis on so that she can give us the, the, the high points of the book. And before we jump in, I will have to say the main reason that it really intrigued me was the whole pie analogy, which it's not like a pie you eat, although I love peach pie and blackberry or cobbler. Anyway, um, P-I-E, it stands for performance, image, and exposure and how to play the game in growing your business. And so we'll talk more about that in just a little bit. I want to get into the guts of it. But as Marquis and I were talking about it yesterday, it that's really not actually what the book is all about. But that's what stood out to me most, where the numbers were just absolutely astonishing. And so we'll come back to it. But okay, Marquis, so first, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to go over the highlights of this book. So... Just in general, before we jump into the high points, what was your overall takeaway slash feeling from the book? I really thought applying it to every industry and especially the entrepreneurial industry, owning your own small business was really important and it gave some very clear and concise ways that you could advance yourself. It gave you the rules to the game as best as the author could express them and I think they're applicable in all situations. So in talking about the game, what exactly, you know, I think of like a a Monopoly game or like Hungry Hungry Hippo game. And I know it's not like a board game, but what exactly is the game and what is the game board? So the game is applicable specifically to your industry. So one of the highlights that the author makes is that people really matter in this game. Who you know, how they know you, how they perceive you, how you interact with them. But then, like you said, there's a game board. And so you've got to remember, first of all, that there is a leader and there's somebody at the top. And whoever's at the top makes the rules. And then from there, you've got to remember, too, that we all live and work within a class system, whether it's your organizational structure that you're trying to work your way up in or if you're trying to just work your way up in society. We live in in a system where there are levels. There's somebody at the bottom and there's somebody at the top. And so one of the keys that the book really focuses on is if you're just working in your natural class system within society. And so there's seven levels, level one being the unemployed, homeless community, and then level seven being the most elite. Think old money, think the Kennedys, the Carnegies, the Rockefellers, the money in America. And how do you adapt and work and move up within your class throughout your life and I was very surprised, since there are only seven levels in this book, that small business owners are ranked at number five. And while I associate that class system with strictly money, they're associating this class system with what do you do? Are you in control? And if you're in control of your own business, then they're putting you really high up on this list and giving you the ability to move up. And that's really 
encouraging in some ways and terrifying too, I think. But that's really the the game as it lays out. And you've got to learn how to play that game to be successful. So in the book, it talks about company managers starting at four. And one of the reasons that you might be, if you're in corporate America and you're working your ass off and you know you're amazing and you know you're doing it right, you know you have a lot of experience, but somebody that's just not as advanced as you, but they're moving up the ladder. Um, And let's just start with like number four, like company managers. Like why is that? per the book. So it kind of all goes back to how much control do you have over your current situation? How many people are technically over you? But when you relate, like you said, number four, being company managers, you're doing everything you can. You're not moving forward. It's because maybe you don't know all the rules to the game. And that goes back to what you're talking about with the pie and having the right formula for your performance, your image, and your exposure. And you talked about how those numbers were insane. And they are because we all have heard throughout our lives that work as hard as you can, do your best, and you'll advance. Well, That's sort of true, but if you don't have the right image and you aren't getting the right exposure, that may not work because your performance is only going to account for 10% of what's going to get you to the next level. Which for my generation where it's like just work hard, work hard, work hard, and you'll get to the top, that's not necessarily true. It's like where are you exactly working hard? Like yes, reputation matters. Yes, reviews matter. But in, in a little bit, we'll talk about it in a different way. But there, there are some game skills. So what exactly are the skills to the game in the book? So once you have learned where you want to go, so to speak, you've got to set your goals to get there. And if you don't stick to those goals, if you don't do what you need to to advance, then maybe you're not going to get there. But a lot of the keys in the book from moving forward from setting your goals is learning how to work within your particular class that you're setting yourself up for. And that goes all the way down to controlling your emotions and setting your expectations so that even though maybe you set a goal and you don't get there right away, you're not getting frustrated about it. And then also learning how to manage your time. Angela talks about time management. She harps on it all the time. It's super important. But one of the keys to that is delegation. And the book really talks about if you're going to move from levels four through six, your time that you delegate to others and the way you learn how to open up time for yourself to whether it's educate yourself on another topic so that you can move up or free up your time so that you could grow your business. That's really important. And it could be something as simple as having the neighbor kid mow your grass. It's an hour out of your week, maybe. Maybe not even that much, but that opens up your time to do something else that can help you advance, and it's really important. Yes, time blocking, delegating, and I will say just from a delegation perspective, oftentimes I give very little direction. I don't do it on purpose all the time, but it opens up growth opportunities for other people. And it also opens up growth opportunities for myself so that when someone... They don't really know they can shine, but they're put into a situation where they show up, they're proactive, they do incredible things, and they surprise you and themselves. So it is a way to also become a better communicator. So if you delegate something out and somebody doesn't do it the way you want it done or, you know, some things happen, 
it it can go back and I, I always say it helps me become a better communicator and a better leader. So leading up to the whole power thing, which it's it's one of the skills in this book to playing the game of business and being successful. What exactly is the power? So that is one of the kind of keys to the game is who has the power and how do you get more power? And obviously the person at the top, the person who makes the rules seems to have all of the power, but you can get more power. You can learn how to influence people to move yourself up and you can learn new things. Having knowledge about a situation is powerful. Then there's also being charismatic, putting yourself out there, putting yourself in new situations, being willing to take the risks that could give you more power. And then also just associating yourself with the right types of people or the people in the right places that give a different level of power. So you are, like I said, you're in control of how you learn how to play this game. And it's really important that you put yourself in the right positions and know the right people to play the game to the best of your ability. And of course, with every game, not that I love this because I don't like the R word rules, but why are these rules so important and, and I will say the, the biggest thing with power is knowledge is power and how you share your life experiences can be very powerful. So that's where some of these numbers that we're going to talk about in a few minutes about the whole way the pie's broken up is that no matter how old you are, the older you are, the more experience you have. But if you choose to share that experience and you choose to share that knowledge, that's how you can really get out there and expose yourself. So just keep that in mind when we start talking about that. But why, like, why are there rules to learning how to, like, run an organization? Like, if, if you had to teach the rules from this book... Like, how would you teach someone to have rules, I guess, like for their own company or their own organization? So teaching somebody else about your particular organizational rules in the book, they talk about how important mentoring is. And you talked about sharing your knowledge and sharing it well, giving expectations, that sort of thing. That will teach your personal knowledge, you know, your personal business knowledge and the rules that you want implemented for your game. But you've also got to give some responsibility to the learner. So within the book, it talks about reading your environment. So once you get into an organization, you adapt to a certain degree to the people around you, to the expectations. So you've observed what's going on. But then you can also get some more information by asking some questions. And it stresses that you don't want to be weird, for lack of a better word. You don't want to make people feel uncomfortable by questioning them. You want to remain in sort of a confidential type status with them so that they feel comfortable talking to you about how do you move up? How did maybe the boss get to where he is? And sometimes those things might seem a little scandalous to talk about at work, but you do need to know how things happen, how decisions are made within your organization. And then once you have that information, you need to interpret it. You need to figure out if 
you can work with it or if you can't and maybe you need to move on or maybe you need to move around or figure out a new strategy and then just like that you adapt and you figure out how you can keep moving forward because if you stop moving forward if you stop learning if you stop questioning then you will stall out and it's not how you want to be I mean Maybe you are where you want, you know, where your end point is. And that's great that you've already achieved that. But most of us, we always are striving for more. And we need to learn how to do that by observing our environment, questioning things, interpreting what we've learned, and then adapting to those changes so that we can move forward. So I feel like it's all about who you're surrounding yourself with, who are you choosing to spend time with, to grow with. And if, I mean, these days people are so accessible. It's like you find somebody and why recreate the wheel? Just hop on their train. I mean, why not? So what's the challenge? What is the challenge with this particular game called entrepreneurship? Well, as my mom always says, life isn't fair and this game isn't fair. So you've got to not only know the rules, but you've got to be willing to take the risks associated with moving forward in the game. And that can be hard for some people. I know when Bobby went to open his own business, it was scary, but it has been wildly successful and I'm very proud of him. And it's just something that we had to take the leap on and had to go for. And if you know the rules to the game as best as you can and you've learned how to adapt to your situations then you're in control and you're going to set your goals and you're going to go for them if you're willing to take those risks and then like I said before you've got to always be willing to continue to grow and learn and while you might have learned this set of rules when you get to the next level there may be a new set of rules to learn and to adapt to so you've got to always be willing to change and grow with your situations, whatever they are and wherever they take you. So, yeah, we all hear that. Like, life's not fair. But don't be that person that is, like, feeling sorry for yourself. Like, figure out how to make it positive and how you can help others by learning from your crazy experiences. All right, so now we're really going to jump into this pie thing, which, again, the book wasn't all about that, but these are the numbers, and this is the reason some of the stuff that I'm just like, what? Like, that is not what my mommy and daddy taught me. But like Marquis saying, like, the game has changed people. Like, it really has. So you got to learn how to play it. You've got to surround yourself with the right people. You've got to educate yourself, even though, like, yeah, I mean... We, I have a degree. We all have a degree around here. Like, it's the life experience that has brought me to where I am today and, quite frankly, has made me into who I am today. And those experiences matter and surrounding yourself with the right people. So break down the pie for us, the, the pie chart here. Okay, so as I said before, performance is the first area, and we all work hard, we all do the best we can, but like I said, that's only 10%, and you could do the very best and watch people who seem mediocre around you get promoted, get the raise, whatever it is, you've not put yourself out there in the right way, evidently, because you're not getting noticed. So then 30% of what you do is image, and 
you've got to think of it in the terms of not just your physical image, which in some industries that matters a lot more than others. And you just have to know what game you're playing like everything else. But maybe think about the first 20 seconds of an interview. What sort of impression did you make? Or when you meet somebody new, what sort of impression did they make on you? Everyone says that a first impression matters a lot. And so you want to make the right one with whatever situation you're in. But the most shocking number is the exposure. So 60% of everything you do needs to be focused on exposure to get you to where you want to be. Who knows you? How are they perceiving you? And I mean, maybe your boss knows that you're a great performer. Maybe you're the top salesman. But he also maybe never sees you at the, so to say, water cooler in the office. He never gets an opportunity to talk to you. So he never gets to know you. And there's this other guy who's maybe the number two. And he does a good job. Obviously, he's the number two, but the boss knows him and he thinks he's a great guy and he talks to him and he, everybody else in the office talks about what a great guy is. So when it comes down to promotion time and they're looking at somebody to manage people, they see him because he put himself out there and made himself known. And while that's not necessarily fair, as we pointed out before, it's the way life goes. And it's how people today make themselves famous just by having crazy numbers of followers on Instagram. They weren't afraid to put themselves out there and be exposed. And sometimes that's not always the best exposure, but sometimes that works too, even though I'm definitely not promoting that. But you've got to be willing to put yourself out there, put yourself in work slash social situations that exposes you to more people and put your speak up in a meeting or just make sure that the boss knows your name, that the right people know your name. Because if they do, that can be all that matters sometimes. Yeah, I mean, the numbers still totally get me. Because, again, I come from the inter- the generation where you do good, you do good, you work your ass off, you work hard, you give everything to your company. Why would you not? I mean, we spend more time at work than we do an actual like home with our loved ones. So especially like when you own your own business and if you have family involved or anything like that, it's like you really have to find balance and work around balance and make sure that you are working hard, but you're working hard at doing the right things. And so I totally agree with you on image where that is important. I will say, though, I mean, sometimes I'm in my pajamas. I don't have makeup on. I don't do my hair every day. Like, you can't be perfect every day, people. And that's just real life. And so in our industry, it is very messy behind the scenes. And sometimes, like, it is a shit show. But our job as planners and designers and what industry I grew up in is, like, we have to make everything perfect, which makes that image very, very, very important. But then the exposure part is really just what gets me. And I know that you guys get sick of hearing me talk about video. And I can't even tell you how many people that I'm consulting right now who have hired me to teach them a few things about video. One, shit, how to get comfortable. Okay, use Marco Polo because it's it's free. It's fun. You can talk to your family, your friends, get used to seeing your face and hearing your lovely voice on the phone, on the camera. I mean, I'm just telling you what I did. And then it's like, okay, what the hell do I say? And it's like, think of all the questions that people ask you over 
and over and over. It is called a pattern. And you want to address the pattern. You, If you have a problem, if you have a business and you're listening to this, what problem do you solve? And that's what you talk about. And you say the same thing over and over. You've got to have a consistent message in order to make a difference and for people to actually hear you. And the biggest way to expose yourself, show your face, peeps. You got to show your face. And it is tested. Our team is A, B, C, D, E, F, G tested it. And while I wanted it to be the pretty pictures and I wanted it to be all the beautiful things that we planned and designed and as a team executed together, but guess what? That is not what won people. It is the real behind-the-scenes deal where we are showing our BTS behind-the-scenes of the shit show that it is sometimes, and we're just truthful. And you know what? That is exposure. And so... We show people in the best light, the perfect light, the not so good light, but we make it into a better situation and we learn from it. And that is helping people understand that we are all human. And that is a very, very important thing. But as this book teaches you, you've got to learn to empower yourself. What are you waiting for? What the hell are you scared of? You know what? You're going to have trolls. You're going to have rude people. You're going to have haters, bashers, whatever. But let me tell you, they're the idiots, not you, because they're actually listening to you. They're taking time to follow you. They're taking time to comment towards your things. So I always have the stance of, "Mm, I'm sorry. Like, I'll pray for you. Like, I'm not really sorry. But I, I guess I'm adding value to you in some way because you're listening, you're watching, you're commenting. And when you truly actually push people, when they are angry or rude, you actually can make a very unhappy person and figure out how you can help them. And it actually can change their life because it's happened. I've had people complain about programs they've purchased and I just hop on a call with them and I'm like, well, it's not about the money. Let's just talk about why you're unhappy, what's wrong. And then in talking through it, sometimes like it's just a misunderstanding. They don't know what they don't know. They don't know how, how to apply what they have purchased, which is typically the biggest problem. But to this day, I think I'm, I don't know, four or five years into selling online programs. And it's an investment. It is absolutely an investment. Not one person after I have gotten on and overcome all of their challenges and talked through with them, do they demand their money back because they understand the value, which I get it. Sometimes you just need to talk to the person and get in their head who created it. So I totally get it. So Marquis, thank you so much for taking time and reading the book. And I do think that not only did you help your husband and your sister-in-law, but you helped thousands and thousands of people that, um, you know, may want to read this book, Empowering Yourself. But if you don't have time and gosh, Harvey, put it on Audible. I mean, geez. But thank God we have people who love to read and love to learn. And I just I just don't have that gene. So any last takeaways? Well, I personally like to read a hardback book and it makes me happy, but I understand that time is a constraint for a lot of people and listening while you drive or do other activities is important. So I'm happy to read the book for you. I enjoy learning new things and I really encourage anyone who does have the time to read it because the takeaways from it, I mean, we hit the high points, but there are some other nitty gritty things that may apply to you personally more than the high points. So definitely dig in and see what else you can find. 
Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you guys have a great day and be sure to tune in next week to another episode of Business Unveiled. You don't want to miss the juicy details on how you can build and grow your creative business. Have a great day. Bye. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it with your friends. And I'm so very grateful if you leave a review. Be sure you are a subscriber so you never, ever miss the juicy details of Business Unveiled. Also, be sure that you are part of my email list. And if you're not, sign up today at AngelaProfit.com, where I share valuable resources and exclusive products with only my subscribers. Now, before I go, I want to ask you, if you have a story or a product to share with the creative industry, please let me know. To be considered as a guest on Business Unveiled, visit AngelaProfit.com and submit a podcast guest form. Until next time, remember to stay productive and profitable. You've been listening to Business Unveiled with Angela Profit. Join us next time as we share our experiences to help you be more productive and profitable in your creative business. For more great resources, visit AngelaProfit.com.